Welcome back to the River Heights Buzz podcast, everyone. We are on episode 39 today. I am one of your hosts. I'm Alexa. As I posted on social media over the last few days, Candace is not with me this week or next week. But fear not, I have a special co-host with me today. Please welcome Claire. Hi. I'm Claire. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you for jumping on with me for our Nancy Drew show discussion today. <laughs> um, Anytime. Before we jump into the news and all that kind of stuff, Claire, if you wanted to share a little bit of your Nancy Drew, kind of how you got into it, any of that kind of thing. This is the part of our show where our guest tells us how they became a fan of Nancy Drew. This is their Nancy Drew origin story. Yeah, absolutely. So I have I grew up with Nancy Drew. Basically, I've been reading the books since I was teeny tiny. My mom was giving me her copies. Like my room was just Nancy Drew books all the way down. I was given uh, the first couple of her interactive games. And I think it was about nine. Uh, Message in a Haunted Mansion was my first. I've still never beaten it, but that's fine. Um, So I've played basically all of them. I've seen all the movies. I've watched almost all of the show. Um, And my weird Nancy Drew deep lore fun fact is I actually wrote my master's dissertation on the Nancy Drew books and games and the secret of shadow ranch um a bunch of TikTok found it if you're one of those people on TikTok that was me yeah so I've done it all basically (laughs) well that's uh that's you know it's always nice when we have guests on you know to share kind of like their little history about how they got into Nancy Drew and it's you know everyone's story is different and it's you know, it makes it that more that much more fun, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, it's been fun. I actually, so I live in England right now. No one knows who Nancy Drew is here. So I just walk around and I'm like, well, let me tell you about my best friend, Nancy Drew. And it's very fun introducing everybody to it. Fun fact, the Nancy Drew books have been in England since the 1950s. The earliest UK editions came in a similar style to the ones that were available in the US at that time. If you find a UK Nancy Drew book that has a dust jacket on it, Snatch it up because those go for hundreds of dollars on eBay. However, the Armada paperback editions are pretty easy to find. So Nancy Drew is pretty popular in England and the rest of the UK, but it seems like the books by Enid Blyton, I think that's how you pronounce it, are much more popular because that is an English children's writer. And you might recognize her as being the author of the famous five books, which was the children's adventure series. Before we get into the show, I do have some news before we get going. I don't know if you watch the show, Claire. I don't. Tom Swift, if you watch the show, listeners, it got canceled after five episodes. And, you know, I was reading some stuff on Twitter because that's where I found it out. And so many of the fans, I think, were bummed because, you know, like with ratings. And I think that's what kind of led to the show being canceled. And, you know, which is understandable why fans would be sad about it. And I think that they're like aiming for like a renewal like on a different program or whatnot so yeah this was the first tom swift tv show ever there was a tv special in the 80s uh called tom swift and linda craig mystery hour but it didn't do too well uh there also was plans in the 70s to have a tom swift dana girls nancy drew and hardy boys tv show like combined but then it just ended up being nancy drew and the hardy boys Now, in 2007, a studio called Worldwide Biggies did acquire movie rights to Tom Swift, 
And they had announced uh, a future film and a video game, and eventually they were going to do a TV series as well. But so far, nothing has happened with that. So who knows? For those who don't know, Tom Swift is another Stratomera Syndicate series, which is also the syndicate that is responsible for Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. The series came out in 1910, and there are about six book series now. The latest one came out only a couple years ago, and new volumes are still being released. It's, yeah. It's, I didn't even realize it was airing until it was canceled, so I'm going to blame the CW. But, <laughs> yeah. Also, for back to Nancy Drew, uh, I read that the show will start to air in January, according to Riley Smith, the actor who plays Ryan. And they are set to start air, like filming next week, I think. It's super exciting. And, <laughs> you know, hoping that there's going to be more than 13 and 18 episodes this time around, because we deserve a full season, I think. <laughs> the more Nancy, the better. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so if there's anything else, listeners, you know, stay tuned on social media, post it out. If you don't have social media, if you listen to the podcast, we got you covered. <laughs> so I will give a shout out to Candace, who does this every week, a play-by-play -play for each episode. This is my first time around, so please bear with me. <laughs> so today we are talking about season one, episode 13, The Whisper Box. When Nancy finds herself stuck in an alternate reality, the Drew crew desperately searches for a way to bring her back. The original air date was February 5th of 2020. Alrighty. So, start out, alternate reality. Perfect world, you know, Nancy's trapped, as we recall from last time. And, you know... Goes downstairs, mom's still alive, she's going to Columbia. Oh my gosh, it's, it really <laughs> is the perfect world. <laughs> the lighting is so pretty. Like, you can tell it's a good life because it's just pastel. Like, everything's right. I know, and it's, I really wish that we were, you know, able to see more of Kate at the beginning of the yeah. season. Because we only got, like, that brief little, like, tidbits here and there. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's yeah. even... Even if it's just during this episode we see more of Kate, I'm happy about it. But, you know, not the yeah. circumstances that we'd want it to, right? No. And they got Sarah Canning to play her, who is just a perfect casting choice. So it's just every minute we have with Kate is a treasure. And I'm so grateful for her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, after that, like breakfast, talking about this historical society, all that kind of stuff. Um, Carson brings up Nick or as I still like to call him Ned, <laughs> you know, OG Nancy Drew fan here. Um, oh, yeah. So Nancy heads over to the claw, you know, talk with Nick about like this case that he has and everyone from the Drew crew is there, like Nick, George, Ace and Bess. And everyone, it almost seems like the total opposite reality. Except for Ace. Ace Except is for unchanged. Ace. Ace is exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. So it's like Bess is an influencer who lives in the van and she loves it. <laughs> George is a hugger, which is strange <laughs> to see. And Nick, you know, doesn't really no. No, like he doesn't even know Nancy, 
in the alternate universe, but she knows all like the little yeah. tidbits about him. <laughs> so. It's like a creepy little meat cute. It's not quite right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then like as like after they're talking and you know catching up and that kind of thing like the is it the sensor and the kitchen goes off and starts yes working. yeah the smoke alarm goes off but there's no smoke yeah and yeah. then that's when nancy starts to realize like okay this something's not right here there's no smoke and the alarm's going off like what's really going on and she like kind of like she's almost freaked out i want to say and you know <laughs> she's backing up she knocks into a table and like the the and surprisingly too the claw is like pretty filled with customers yeah i like that that's a sign of something is wrong here is the claw is busy it's like i wish that it was busy in real life too because it's like not doing too well but then where would they conduct their murder investigations if there were customers you can't pull out the murder board so that's that's true (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and so you know after nancy bumps into the table the customers are like almost like worried i want to say because of like what's going on this isn't who nancy is and then after that they all kind of go back into the kitchen and nancy's like okay like this isn't real she kind of goes and explains what's going on in real life a little bit with the whisper box and she's stuck and she has to get back to help carson because carson you know is still like he's on house arrest essentially from <laughs> Gays breaking him out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So, and, you know, Nancy brings up Larkspur Lane, which is the, where her, where Patrice is staying. And it's a home for people that aren't able to be at home anymore. And Nick is like, there, and the group is like, no, there, there's no such thing as that in Horseshoe Bay because perfect world here, you know? <laughs> and no so. And then Nick reveals that he ended up buying that property, which is just like an old house, pretty much, you know? So, yeah. And then we, uh, Nancy and Nick end up going to the house to see if there's any clues for Nancy to find her way back to the real world. (laughs) And then we switch scenes back to reality and George and Nick are trying to get back into Larkspur Lane to try to get Nancy out. But, of course, the inmate, Sal, pulled a fire alarm at the end of last week. So, you know, that's a problem in itself. <laughs> and, like, oh, Sal. Like, I don't blame George and Nick, you know, for keep trying to get in the building to try to get Nancy out. But, like, the orderly's like, nope, back yep. it up. Yep. Nope. Keep them out. Glad everyone else is safe, but left Nancy locked up in an evil room. So, you know, and normal minute, Tuesday. Minute by minute, she's like slowly dying, yeah. which is so sad. It is really sad. <laughs> she's she's hanging out with her mom. She's fine, I guess. And then Sal comes up to George and Nick and be like, "Hey, like I want to help. How's your friend?" George and Nick are so mad, you know, because it's like you did this. How are we going to get Nancy out? You know, but Nick is not no, Nick. Sal is like, nope, I got a plan. Follow me. And then, but before that, um, I guess he says that like there's a father that came in and, mm-hmm. you know, saying like he did some ritual type of thing. Yeah. So, they need, yeah, 
there's weird curses and they need holy water. And I like how Sal is just like the expert on all the supernatural here. And they just kind of trust him, even though this man has proven himself not to be 100% there. It's very interesting. And I respect the choice. Yeah. <laughs> so and then Nick calls Ace at the claw and be like, hey, find this father and, you know, get the holy water. Scene changes. We're in the alternate universe now. And Nick takes Nancy to Larkspur Lane, which, you know, not a psychiatric place at all. <laughs> it's still creepy. It's still creepy because, you know, like, especially in older homes, you hear all those noises and stuff, right? Yeah. And if you're not used to that, you're like, oh, what's that? At the smallest no, noise. It's really unsettling. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then as they're exploring, Nancy ends up finding the door that leads to the whisper box room and, you know, trying to get it open all that kind of stuff. Nancy turns around and like the drapes, this kind of like floating up almost like in the form of a figure, like a ghostly figure and like almost like rushes towards them. And Nancy turns Nick around just as like the figure's going to grab Nancy. (laughs) (laughs) Not creepy at all. Not at all. Totally normal things. (laughs) And, like, as soon as, like, they move the drape away, they see, like, almost like this flower-shaped pattern on the floor. And it's, like, keep that in the back of your mind, guys, because we'll see that a few times this episode. (laughs) (laughs) And then the pattern was the last thing that Nancy ended up seeing before she woke up in the perfect world. Scene changes again, and uh, the patient... Sal asks, oh, we already skipped this part. Huh, I'm jumping the, I'm jumping up here, guys. Yeah, it's a complicated episode. There's a lot it's, going on. It's like, it's going back and forth between the real world and not the real world. <laughs> you know. A lot of parts. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Ace and Bess go to find Father Shane to get the bottle of holy water that Sal mentioned. And, you know, this is another creepy part of town that we don't, you know, have, don't really see all that much. And Father Shane, like, almost like, he's almost like a ghost, I feel like, you yeah. know. This is my <laughs> favorite like, part of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, he somehow gets in the back of Ace's car, and he scares Bess and Ace, like, so much. <laughs> and he's like, don't turn around, just face forward. And he tells them to use the holy water sparingly because, you know, with all the dark, ghostly stuff going on in the whisper box. And then Bess takes it and Ace turns around and he's like, but where'd he go? It's like he's just gone. (laughs) I love a man who likes a dramatic entrance and exit. I get it. Yeah. And then after that, Bess and Ace go back to Larkspur Lane and, you know, Nick is like, what, what happened? What took you so long? You know, and Ace is like, it's not that easy to find a father that's not on like the rectory list. You know, <laughs> it doesn't just, you don't just have a book to say. <laughs> um. So then Sal ends up getting, like, the keys from the orderly, and they have about 10 minutes, give or take, before the orderly notices that the keys are missing. So they get in the building, and they try to get the door open to the whisper box, but it's almost like some kind of magic 
kind of sense that they can't go in. So they so Sal says, okay, I saw uh, Father Shane do like use the holy water like on their hands and kind of almost like bless them so they don't like hurt themselves to get into the room. So they put it. I think Sal puts it on his hand, opens the door. They go in and see Nancy, like just like laying on the ground, really pale. She's not she's not moving, but she's breathing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like poor Nancy. She's like. <laughs> She's on the verge of death this whole episode. How many times has this happened this season? It happens a lot. It's. I feel as though like almost every episode or every couple episodes something happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amaze. She's doing great. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then at when the group you know tries to take her out of the whisper box room, she starts foaming at the mouth. And it's like, that's so scary because when I feel like seeing someone foam at the mouth, it's almost like they're trying to kill themselves. Like from what I've seen in movies, you know? Yeah. And then um, it's almost like the room doesn't want her to leave in a sense. But you know what? They got to figure out something to get her out of there. (laughs) (laughs) The scene changes and we're back in the alternate reality again. The door is locked when Nancy and Nick try to get it open. So um, Nick says that he ended up buying the building from Ryan, which is, you know, fake Ryan. He's really involved <laughs> in the community. Not like the spoiled rich kid. <laughs> Good dude. Good dude, Ryan. <laughs> and then as Nancy and Nick were leaving uh, to go see Ryan, there's an envelope that dropped on the floor with that had Nancy's name on it. So... You know, we'll see lots of those little envelopes with messages for Nancy this episode, too, because, like, all the crew trying to bring her back to the real world, which is, you know, what we've all, I feel like, wanted for right from the beginning. <laughs> so, um, back to reality. Uh, and they try to get her out of the room, but if they take her out, she'll die faster, which is what we don't want. No, we want Nancy alive. She needs to solve the mystery. No one else can do it. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I have faith in the Drew crew, but, you know, it's like they wouldn't be who they were if Nancy wasn't a part of it. Yeah. So. They do their best. Yeah. (laughs) Scene changes again, and we're now at the police station, and we're meeting fake Ryan. (laughs) Um, so Ryan, you know, is talking to Nancy and Nick, and Ryan's giving Nancy the clues and reminding her of how to find the key again to get the room open. And he's like, you hid the key. And, you know, like this whole time, Nancy's kind of like, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, she's She doesn't, like, remember really any of this kind of stuff. So, um, and then... As they were leaving, so Ryan, oh gosh, I am like really butchering this episode. Sorry, guys. You're doing great. You are doing great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, um, as Nancy was going to leave the police station, um, there was another drape, like the same kind of like material, like her design as before at the at Larks Berlin. And as Nancy was going towards it, there was like a breeze coming in. And as she got close, the same hand reached out and tried to grab Nancy. And uh, it left the same symbol on the floor as at Larks Berlin. 
And Nick rushes over and is like, you know, just checking up to make sure that she's okay. You know, she's fine, but you know, she's you can clear you can clearly tell that she's freaked out. Yeah. I would be too. <laughs> um and when Nancy then Nancy's back at home and uh you know and actually before that Ryan actually gives her Nancy and Nick clues about how to find the key. And what was it? The three. Um, yes. Yeah. So Nancy basically left herself a treasure hunt, which I think is awesome and incredibly in character. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was like the farmer something, the grandparent something. Yeah. So there was yeah. the sweet, sweet angel, devoted grandparents and farmer's wife. So uh, now we're back at, um, at the Drew house. Um, Nancy's, you know, getting ready to go find the key, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so as Nancy's walking down the stairs, she's like asking where her beanie is. Um, she can hear her mom or like see her mom in the dining room. She's mom, Kate is clearly worried about something and, you know, Nancy doesn't know what it is. Um, so she goes and talks to Kate and, uh, Kate said that she got a call from her doctor's office about some tests that they ran the week prior I think it was I think so um and you know Nancy's almost like knows what happened in what happened in the real world she's almost like expecting it to happen again in the perfect reality but um so Kate asked Nancy to sit in with her on the phone call just to have someone there to like comfort her um she gets like, as soon as the call is finished, Kate is relieved and says that all the tests were negative, which is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kate is still alive. Nothing to worry about. Kennedy McMahon is so good in this scene. Just her face the whole time. Like, I was crying watching her, yeah. Yeah. Like, even for me, I was kind of, like, getting a bit teary-eyed, too, because, you know, like, especially... No matter what age you are, if you lose a parent, that is really tough. Yeah. 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 And it's that sitting there and she's like, am I going to have to do this again? Can I stay in this perfect world where I do have my mom? Like, it's just, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then after, like, Kate and Nancy talk about the test results, Carson comes down the stairs and is, like, ready to go because I guess they're going to some kind of event uh Kate and Carson um and Kate's like no everything's good I'll tell you about all the news and stuff in the car on the way to the event um and as soon as Kate and Carson are about to leave Nick is at the door about to knock you know and um they're then Nick is like you know we're gonna go out Nancy's like it's for the case it's all good yeah. <laughs> normal Nancy drew things yeah. absolutely no date only mysteries yeah yeah um and then kate uh lets nancy know that her beanie's in the living room and uh just before kate leaves she mouths thank you to nancy for being there for her during that the phone call with the doctor um and i feel like carson is a lot warmer to nick during in the mm -hmm. alternate reality rather than the real yeah. world yeah I mean, he has no reason to not like nick in this world so <laughs> Yeah, thanks for hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And um, 
so Nancy and Nick are talking in the living room and it's really rainy outside and dark mm-hmm. and like they're like getting ready to go to the cemetery because that they figured out okay this is where we got to go with all the clues because mm-hmm. Bess earlier said like gave the hint oh maybe like in the cemetery so like then mm-hmm. it clicks for Nancy okay cemetery it is tonight yeah <laughs> and then before the scene change Nancy and Nick start having a steamy makeout session <laughs> I love the fact that Nancy's, like, aware of the fact she's actively dying, but has decided she does have time to hook up with her ex-boyfriend. I think that's amazing, and I'm really proud of that. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Revisiting this is just, like, a lifelong Ned and Nancy lover. I was like, that was when I still had hope that Ned and Nancy were going to get back together. Like, please. And revisiting it from the lens of season three, I was like, yeah. interesting that we compare this to the other dream sequence, which features Ace, but... <laughs> Yeah. Yes. And it's almost like this is round two for Nancy and Nick because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, Nancy's almost retelling Nick what happened in the real world. This is what happened, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, her yeah. saying, like, I wasn't brave enough to get you to stay. Like, oh my goodness. Nancy admitting weakness is amazing. And it's like, you don't usually hear that from Nancy. No. And, no. And like, when. Usually... Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. You were talking. Like, I was cutting you off. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, No, she's just usually, like, in the book, she's very perfect. Like, this girl does not have a flaw. Um, And in the show, she does have flaws, but she won't admit them. So for her to have a flaw and admit it is kind of impressive. It is a perfect world, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it is nice to see Nancy kind of, like, not like in every single aspect but it is nice to see that she's at least a little bit acknowledging that she wishes that she could do things differently yeah so it is yeah. round of applause yeah good for that bring that energy <laughs> to the real world please <laughs> yeah it's fine i've made my piece it's okay <laughs> got there. yeah it took three seasons yeah. <laughs> oh yeah okay and scene change we're back in reality uh, Nancy is moving around, making sounds, and, you know, it's Nancy, Ace, and Bess all together in the room, and while, like, Sal, Bess, and George are off trying to find, like, a defibrillators, epinephrine, all that kind of stuff to try to bring Nancy back, um, and Ace suggested to Bess that, um, like, talking to Nancy to you know let her know that you know we're here we're hoping you'll come back all those kinds of like positive thoughts especially too when ace was in the coma a few episodes ago and you know the friends would all come visit him and talk to him and he heard everything that was being said yeah that was one of those points that hearing him say yeah when i was in a coma it just made me laugh for a second not because it's a funny plot but because sometimes you look at this show on paper and you're like yeah these are a lot of things that happen at once but it works it works yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay and scene change again back to the alternate reality (laughs) oh my gosh guys we like flip-flopping the whole time it's going <laughs> as i'm going. writing my notes i'm like i had to like pause it every little bit because i'm like okay i gotta like keep up with this stuff <laughs> yeah it's a lot <laughs> yeah. yeah um so as Bess is talking to nancy um like an envelope drops on the couch while nancy and nick 
were hooking up and then <laughs> fall asleep. Um, when, when Nancy gets up, she sees all the messages in the envelopes on the floor from the friends in the real world. And she ends up, ends up squeezing Bess's hand and reality being like, okay, like I hear you, you know, I, I want to come hooking up now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Priorities. Yeah. And it's like, Nancy, when she gets up, she sees like so many notes on the ground and it's like, they're all over the living room floor. Yeah. And, um, and then, you know, time to go to the cemetery now, figure out where this key is. Um, the whole group is there. Um, so they start at the sweet angel and then they do 12 steps to the farmer's wife. Uh, then they, I'm going step by step here about how to find the key. Okay, guys. <laughs> so they do start at Sweet Angel, 12 steps to Farmer's Wife. They turn right until they find the devoted grandparents. There's a hole in the grandparents' tombstone that led to the hollow oak. And it's like this whole scene is like, because they're in the cemetery, it's dark, it's foggy, it's creepy, all these noises. <laughs> I was just so excited that the hollow oak is a reference to, is it the clue in the hollow oak, the message in the hollow oak, one of the classic Nancy books. Yeah. Thrilled to see that. Hollow oak that is mentioned in this episode is definitely a reference to volume number 12, The Message in the Hollow Oak. It was originally released in 1935 and the revision was released in 1972 with a completely different plot. <laughs> and it's like even the whole season so far, there's been like easter eggs like here and there <laughs> about like the books and even i think like some of the games too which is yeah so nice to see it's so nice i've sort of joked that because people do compare it to riverdale i'm like this is the riverdale nancy drew but it's made by someone who actually read a nancy drew book like you can tell they know and like what they're adapting and i think yeah. it's really fun yeah <laughs> yeah um so as you know nancy finds the hollow oak like there's a hole in the tree she puts her arm in it takes her a second to actually find the key, grabs it, holds it up. And then as soon as, you know, Nancy's about to walk away, the arm shows up again and grabs her. Naturally. <laughs> Never a dull moment. Nope. <laughs> and so, you know, the arm is trying to grab Nancy, almost like to put the key back. The crew is trying to bring Nancy back out. You're like They're telling, leave the key, leave the key, you know, <laughs> not worth it. But then... They finally pull her out. Nancy gets up, holds up the key. Okay, good to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and be and before we leave to go back to Larks Berlin, the symbol shows up again with, like, the flower symbol. Mm -hmm. so, so they get back to Larks Berlin, and Nancy uses the key for the door. But, you know, the crew doesn't really want her to leave, it seems like. Just want her to stay in the perfect world, but... Nancy's like, you know, no, I don't want to, you know, as much as I want to stay, you know, I have to get back to help Carson get out of jail and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so Nancy tries the key in the door and it's just like an empty room, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> and and she's like, no, like, no, no, this isn't real. Like, what's going on? <laughs> Um, and then she goes home, um, to, 
and she like starts organizing all the envelopes into the different colored piles. And as she was organizing, Kate gave her the idea um, about, oh, like finding her way back with the, um, like, because Kate had written her a note, Nancy a note, be like, because when Nancy was younger, she's like, if I lose you in heaven, how will I find you? So Kate wrote her the note. And on the back of the note, she, Kate drew like a map of the stars. Just be like, okay, this is where you'll find me. And of course, it's in the little blue envelope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, like, I feel like the whole season is like based off the books. Cause like with Nancy and blue. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I didn't even put that together. They really good at that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're back at, in the real world in the next scene. And Nick brings in the EpiPen. There's the defibrillator. And he's going to go, you know, give Nancy the EpiPen. But Bess is like, no, stop. Mm-hmm. She squeezed my hand when you were out. Like, this is not what, what we want yeah. to have happen. And George is obviously, like, you know, upset, too, because it's, like, what do you, are you going to believe more? Like, the medicine or, like, the supernatural kind of stuff. But, you know, they don't really have experience with the supernatural stuff. No. No. They're not super versed in it yet. <laughs> but, you know, after they found out that, you know, talk to her, best squeeze Bess's hand, they kind of, Nick and George kind of back off a little bit, which yeah. is, like... Thank goodness for that. <laughs> because they didn't want to, you know, the last thing you want to do is do more damage than good. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, couldn't yeah. make it so much worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, back in the alternate reality, um, the Nancy finds the note that Kate wrote her with the stars. And Nancy needs to find the Swan Constellation, which is, I think, Cygnus. Yes, Cygnus. Um, so Nancy, it took her, she like looks out the window. She's like, where's the stars? I need the stars, you know, but then she realizes from earlier in the episode, you know, the, the, the light, the star lights that glow in the dark that are on the ceiling in her room. So she shuts off the lights and then she looks at the pattern on the, on the ceiling and realized it Opened the, I think like, is her I guess her closet. And, but before she goes, the lights turn on and Kate is sitting on Nancy's yeah. bed. So, yeah. and then they have, end up having a heart to heart about, you know, uh, you know, Nancy wishing that in a way that she could stay with Kate, but she knows she can't because she has to go back to the real world. Um, she doesn't want to say goodbye. And she remembers all the lessons from growing up. And, you know, this scene like got oh me teary eyed too. Yeah. No, this show, just this whole episode was a really good exploration of grief. Like, it pitches itself as like, oh, we're stuck in a haunted um, hospital and Nancy is trapped. But it's like, the way she has to get out is to make peace with the things she's lost in the world she lives in now. And to, like, have that closure with her mother she never really got to have. And sort of accept that things are bad, but they still need her out there. And she needs to go out there. And it really got to me. And yeah, I love what the show does with mental health, basically. That's a longer conversation. But the scene in particular was a really good exemplification of it. Yeah, for sure. Um, And then, you know, as Nancy is going to go, she finally is able to almost like close that chapter with Kate, you know, is actually able to say goodbye. And then as soon as she closes the door, Nancy comes back to the back to reality, which... You know, everyone is 
so glad. And it's, <laughs> you know, at first Nancy's like, is this real? Is this real life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Could be an inception thing, just levels of it. and then you know george george being george makes the snarky (laughs) comment and it's like yep i know i'm back (laughs) yeah no hugs nope um so then the crew goes back to the claw nancy gives the rundown of you know what it was like in the alternate universe it's like everyone was pretty much the total opposite of what they were except for ace (laughs) pretty much the same <laughs> yeah um and then you know it's obviously awkward between nancy and nick because you know exes got back together just they're... hooked up in her mind yeah <laughs> yeah um but then george calls to nick and be like hey co-owner we got to deal with this stuff with the claw so nick leaves and ace comes over just to check up on nancy like hey you okay and Nancy's like, you know, obviously it's awkward being with an ex, all that kind of stuff. So then um, Nancy gets home and her and Carson are, t- are chatting and Nancy sees the ankle monitor on Carson because he's on house arrest. You know, with all that stuff that happened with Ace last time, his last episode. And I will point out that because we last episode we heard of like that creepy audio recording of you know assuming that it was Everett that was calling the hit on Carson but I I remember that it was it wasn't actually Everett it was Celia okay yep so Celia Celia is just as bad (laughs) always the ones you don't expect except absolutely expected Celia that woman showed up and you're like yeah she's bad news but yeah yeah (laughs) um so nancy and carson are chatting you know almost like catching up in a way um and carson's like he needs because he doesn't just want to be at home like and twiddle his thumb like twiddle his thumbs (laughs) but also try to figure out how to get himself out of the predicament he's in with what happened with ace um and then he brings up the historical society with, you know, maybe volunteering there because he did that when Nancy was a kid and Nancy used to go there with him. Um, and then, you know, Nancy ends up, after that whole scene, um, Nancy realizes that, like, the the symbol, like the flower symbol, it is the key, the same key for the historical society. So there's the six horseshoes a box and an anchor all kind of mixed together. Um, so then Nancy goes to the historical society and as she's walking up, she looks over at the window, she sees the drapes and she remembers that from the alternate reality. Um, she goes, knocks on the door and meets Hannah. Da-da-da-do, we finally meet Hannah, which is like, you know, <laughs> not the Hannah that we know. <laughs> Not at all. The girl boss Tana grew in it. I think it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and then as they're shaking hands, Nancy like realizes that because Hannah's hand and arm is not like smooth. It has like, it's like it's almost like something happened to her in the past. It kind of looks like burn scars. Yeah. yeah. And Nancy had seen that same kind of thing in the alternate reality and you know, Hans, Hannah thinks that she's freaked out Nancy and Nancy wants to leave. But the Nancy reassures her, is like, no, 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 like, it's okay, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then Nancy shows her the key 
that she found and you know Hannah invites her in and it's the key is actually the key to for the lockbox for Tiffany Hudson and so you know um Hannah goes and gets the like the special thing out I think it's like the computer I think it was yeah it was something like that it was a monitor of some kind yeah and so um she get Hannah lets Nancy watch the video but gives her a warning be like this is you know this is something's going on she confide Tiffany confided in me but at the same time she didn't go into too much detail because Tiffany's you know trying to figure out stuff with the Hudson's so um so when during the video when Nancy's watching she uh Tiffany is talking to Hannah the camera pans up to the lights and the lights are moving back down to Tiffany Tiffany continues talking camera book goes back up the lights stop moving camera goes back down dead Lucy's behind Tiffany and the screen glitches I love, I love a, like, film jump scare. It's such a classic horror thing. It's great. <laughs> and it's like, this is disturbing. You're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I know yeah. what you're going to do. Yeah. And then, um, so, during that whole video, uh, Tiffany went to go see Hannah to talk about that three days prior from when she died, which essentially she, Tiffany was poisoned three days after that video like after that conversation with Hannah and then that's the end of the episode <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit happened just a little just a little yeah yeah so um do you have any other like notes or comments about the episode you wanted to share at all I mean I, I think that's my big stuff I mostly think it's really cool how they did the whole string of grief and Nancy needing to let her to let go it's a little bit like Nancy you're the key all along like it was inside you but it is very much making peace with that which I thought was really really cool I'm definitely reading too much into it but I think there's something fun and like Nancy's trapped in a home and also Carson on house arrest is trapped in a home do with that mirroring what you want but I thought that was fun no that was that was the big stuff my one weird little thing that stuck out to me is as you can tell I am an ace stan um I've become an ace stan <laughs> um I just, I think it's really neat that he is wonderful. And also he's Jewish, which I think is cool. I'm Jewish. So I'm always like any representation I can find. And now I've just attached that to everything he does. And he goes, that's some good holy water. And I was like, I love that we've sent the Jewish character in pursuit of a priest in the holy water. I just think it's fun. That's all. There's nothing deep there. I just liked it. <laughs> yeah. 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 A, I think it's like a pretty, pretty solid episode. And it's like, yeah. and it's like, I'm so glad that they, dove into kind of like Nancy kind of like coming to terms with things and you know even if it's like chunks at a time obviously like not every episode but yeah. here and there which is good yeah so. I think it's really nice because one thing the original Nancy stuff doesn't do is touch on like this girl has endured trauma she nearly dies every book every episode like her mother died and you never touch on that but the show is very very clear about the impact it has on her and I really like that they leave it in yeah and it's like I feel like with the books especially they don't like obviously they mentioned that um Kate died when Nancy was little I wish that they would kind of talk about Nancy's thoughts and feelings because yeah. you know you don't really hear you, you don't even no. hear about that period and it's like Not how all. does Nancy really feel yeah you know? no so. idea. she had Hannah 
I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's really cool that they're exploring that. Yeah. I will say, like, I forgot to mention that Larkspur Lane did end up closing during this episode because the fire department found, like, the gas leak. And so it almost like, I think it blew up. I think I just, it, something yeah. like that. So, you know, yeah. it's that adds another layer, which is kind of fun because a gas leak, like, sort of, it makes you a little less stable like people are known to hallucinate around gas so it adds that layer of I think we're early enough in the Nancy Drew show canon where the supernatural is like it's established but it's still a little bit like at the edges of things and there's a little bit of like are they imagining any of this like how much is real I think it's fun and the yeah the, the Nancy and Ned versus Nancy and Ace dreamscapes I think they're kind of fun to think about character development yeah <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining me. This was so fun. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. I sometimes feel like I'm one of three people in the world who watches the show. So I love getting to talk about it with the other three people who exist. I know. And it's like, the funny thing is, is like, I feel like there's more fans of the show on Twitter than Instagram. And it's like when when I first like posted it up on Instagram, it's like, very few people like replied saying you know hey like we watched the show yes. you know so it's nice that I you know someone on Instagram watches the show so we can <laughs> yeah. you know compare notes and talk about it so exactly there are some of us there are enough of us to keep it running for four seasons so I will take it I'm very excited <laughs> about that yes yeah, yeah. this is so fun thank you you're welcome <laughs> did you want to share like where people could find you on social media if you wanted yeah sure um so as I mentioned I am unfortunately on TikTok and that's sort of where I post a lot of my Nancy Drew content um so it's at Claire Reads with an underscore because uh, without it was taken um I'm on Twitter at another Claire that's where I'm most active yeah <laughs> so you can find me there I will add those into the description thing. <laughs> Stay tuned, listeners, next week. We will be talking about Season 1, Episode 14. And you can also follow us on Instagram at River Heights Buzz, on Twitter at River Heights Buzz with just one Z. You can send us an email at riverheightsbuzz at gmail.com or you can join our Facebook group at the River Heights Buzz Podcast Central Buzz. See you next week, everybody. Yeah.